It takes money. Do they call human milk boob juice? Born from a man's semen deposited on a tissue. Traumatised by never knowing his real father's a tree. I await the sweet relief of death. Fuck you, Grandpa. Your old ways are dead. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seabos. Sparkle, sparkle, bitches. Insane ramblings. Do you drink Agram? Oh, that's funny you should ask. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because if you'd asked me a week ago, I would have been like, I haven't thought about Agrim for probably the last three years. Most people don't. No. And then, yeah, yesterday we were buying soft drinks because we were coming over here for the public holiday to hang out with you. So we were looking at Agrim yesterday as an alternative to having to joke, to joke. Yes, that's right. To having to drink Coke all day today. Oh, I um, and we're like, hey, well, looking at other soft drinks, I should say. And then we're like, hey, Agram's on sale. Maybe we should get Agram for the <laughs> first time in eight years. I feel like it's surely it's always on sale just because it's got to be the least purchased. Well, what drink. is it? We didn't get it in the end, by the way. No, but we thought we about didn't. it yesterday. No one ever does. <laughs> really? Because I remember thinking to myself, I-, I like Agram. We never get it, but I do like it. I think it's blood orange. And I like blood orange. But it's not like it's not that blood orangey. It's quite kind of like a more of a subtle flavor compared to like a Fanta or something. Uh, yeah, like I feel like they should go down the mineral water route. Uh, yeah, because they, they haven't. Need- they've sort of sit, sat right in the middle, and I don't love that. Uh, yeah, I think that's part of the problem. Like obviously, we talked about last week this trend of. Uh, sparkling mineral water with like a hint of some other flavor. Love that. Thumbs if up. It, if it was a blood orange flavored mineral water. Would drink. Yeah. That's... But also the name is not helpful. No, exactly. I think... No one knows what Agrim is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I guess no one knows what Fanta is either. But well, Fanta at least has a giant orange on the front. Of yeah, it. that's true. Like, Agrim is something to me like vaguely Middle Eastern. That sounds it. That's what it makes me think of, like something that I would give my children while they watch Aladdin for like a theme <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know the origins of Agram, I guess. I couldn't tell you that. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings 222. A very refreshed episode. Are you? Yeah. No. Well, I've got my drink that you might have just heard popping, and uh, I was so refreshed, I turned down Agram yesterday. <laughs> if, you're, if you're that unrefreshed, you'll take the Agram. But did you turn it down, or did you just not choose it amongst a selection of other uh, Yeah, beverages? I guess, okay, so Agram, I like Agram, actually. It just it I mean, I don't hate it. struggles just- to stand out in the bachelorette kind of competition that is the supermarket. Yeah, it's never the first choice, or at least very rarely amongst my friends. No, agreed. And yet, I do like it. I just think maybe it's a marketing thing. It needs to be better at, you know, if I was on, you know how the Bachelor kind of girls, they get to, they get sat down and given advice or like get to give their thoughts on each other. I feel like Agram's a great <laughs> girl. advice? I don't know, each other. <laughs> You're not watching The Bachelor. I've, I can't remember the last yeah. time I watched it either. Probably around the same time I drank Agram. <laughs> <laughs> no one says to the girls that you got to put yourself out there. That sounds like something that girls say to each other on TV. Well, the girls don't say it. Like The Bachelor might say it to okay. the girls. But, you know, that's just because all the other girls are sliding it up when oh, she's right. like being more demure. And it's like, and hey, if you, wanna, if you want to stay around, if you want my rose... You also better slut it up too. So, Agram needs to she's all that. 
and needs to pull the bun out. It really does. Change to contacts and turn the shirt into kind of the midriff tied shirt. <laughs> and I would because I I like Agram. Everyone loves who's it in. Uh, and she's all that, yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. Thank you, Rachel Lee Cook. Everyone loves Rachel Lee Cook, but she's just uh, not showing herself off. Agram, go watch She's All That and take some notes. Yeah, maybe they should relaunch as just call it like Blood Orange or something and people might actually pay attention. Yeah. Well, you say you're refreshed, but uh, I'm wondering, are you slightly tipsy? Yes. before the show, we... Uh, this is the first recording that we've done together in... Four months at least. Mm -hmm. And to celebrate the horse race that's on today, the Melbourne Cup, and I guess the start of once again being able to record in person, Vicky brought over a, a, what do you call it? Like a six pack. Oh, I brought over a slut. I'm like, that's my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're past that point. It was our two year anniversary yesterday. She brought over some slut. (laughs) Some floozy. (laughs) No, I was going to say a slab, but obviously. Oh, right. Yeah, we didn't go that hard. It wasn't quite a slab. Mm. You brought over a six-pack and a slut to go with it, <laughs> yeah. as is tradition. A slut to carry it. Yeah. And they were hard cider. I didn't realize how hard. Well, that's the thing. Like, I was one and a half drinks in. I'm like, wow, I, I guess... I probably three quarters of a drink, and I was like, oh, lockdown has really changed things for me. Uh, yeah. Because like I... I was three quarters of a drink in, and I was like... We were playing kind of a, a horror game, and I was like... I don't need this to frighten me. Like the whole world is moving <laughs> right now. Um, and we've been on lockdown, obviously, as we've spoken about. I, I don't know if you guys have noticed from the last few shows. But, I uh, feel like our <laughs> editing was so seamless. They might not have even. And we never brought it up. We're just so, we've got grace under pressure. People uh, definitely can't deny That's that, right? right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have even noticed from the seamless editing and the, the grace with which we've borne our burdens. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But um, we've been under lockdown and I haven't really, uh, obviously the kind of general concern, which is understandable is, you know, mental health and domestic violence and people overusing alcohol. I've gone really far the other way. Yeah, me too. And like, it seems like you're right. Like you're either now an alcoholic emerging from lockdown. Are you like or, a teetotaler? Yeah. Like we're going to be calling for abolition of uh, <laughs> bars, are we? Well, no, but it's just like, I didn't, like I've had maybe in the entire, what, seven months of the pandemic, mm. maybe like four nights that I've had a drink. Yeah, I would say that's probably on par. Although yeah. like a few nights we've hit it pretty hard because we've had like an online birthday or like a right, quiz night. Right, it's that kind of thing. I feel like you have to be – like I I guess, I get, again, it depends in like your drinking patterns because I've never really been someone who's like, oh, we'll have a wine over dinner or I'll have a wine to wind down after work. No, me neither. I have to be at something. So I guess like the few times I've been at something, we've had alcohol in the house and I felt – like getting in the mood to drink with people online yeah. was, yeah, probably four times. Yeah. And so when I was having the cider, I'm like, holy shit, like I didn't realize how low my tolerance has become. And like, yeah, I guess I'm in my 30s now. Like I've been solidly working on this since 18. I didn't realize it was so much like fitness. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you have to keep up that uh, alcoholism. That of, otherwise, yeah. it's <laughs> going to really hit you. Yeah. So I was like, you know how they tell you to avoid alcohol. Maybe it's uh, quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but 
uh, yeah, Vicky like looked at the can and each one was two and a half standard drinks. Yeah. So, so I'm we like, both- that makes a little more sense. <laughs> I haven't all of a sudden become like a massive. And I didn't notice that, unfortunately, until I was probably three quarters of the way through the second one. I might have stopped at one had I realized that. Yeah. And my partner who brought me over was like, oh, I don't know what I'll do. I might drive home. I might hang around while you guys do the show. Who knows? And he was like, we went. Uh, to the supermarket to like get some water and stuff which we needed and he's like I'm not driving home yeah I'll, I'll drive home after 11pm uh, at <laughs> yeah, night when I'm sobered up yeah he was literally like uh, I'd probably go if I could but uh, <laughs> stuck here for a few hours we were like perusing the uh, sandwich section of the uh, all of the heavy carb section of your local supermarket and it was empty we were like a lot of people have found themselves in this position <laughs> so what's funny about the hard side or the reason we got it is um it was actually the cheapest. I mean, it was good cider. It was I, great, but I, I just thought it was hilarious that like we got like kind of a, a premium flavor, I guess, plus like double or triple the strength of a usual cider. And it was like the most heavily discounted. Yeah, they fucked up. Well, I just don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Like, why do they discount things? Is it because people aren't buying it? Are people thinking like, oh, that's going to be too light for me and not realizing you basically have six drinks from two? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I don't question it, but I feel like I've discovered my new favorite cider. <laughs> oh my God, it's killed me because also they're like raspberry cider, I want to say. Yeah. Is that Yeah. So they slowed down so quick, I think was also the problem. Like I had two... One probably during the race, if not a little bit before, and one kind of straight after. So there six standard drinks slid down in maybe an hour. I would never usually do that. No, exactly. That's but like a bottle of wine in it, an hour. It gives me a little reassurance that I haven't just completely lost a tolerance. <laughs> I'm like, okay, at least there's an explanation why I'm feeling it. Because like, Vicky's asking me a question. I'm like, what? I'm swimming right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you I thought I wasn't the only one. I was like, yeah. act straight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were like on the roof. And we were playing this video game. People probably played it as well called Superliminal, where the whole idea is you're in a dream and you can play with like perspective and like shape and sizes and the way you interact with the space changes the space and I was like oh my god this is the worst game we could have been yeah it's a lot like portal if you people have yeah. played that but it's like you pick up an item and when it's close to your face it's like giant now or like you can take a In few the real steps world. back yeah. and now it's small and use that to solve puzzles and it, yeah that's like a tricky game to play when you're uh, getting drunk yeah I was sure. like oh my god I really regret saying we should play this because <laughs> this is making me really sick and like the room will suddenly change like size and shape and direction depending on where you're looking yeah, and gravity like- shifting <laughs> yeah. it's like I gotta look away for a second yeah. <laughs> plus but- it's like boiling hot and we went to the beach this morning and we haven't had lunch so it's like Oh, we'll just have like again. We were like, we'll just have a cup of cheeky ciders over some snacks. Like it'll be no big thing. And we've had five ciders while like five six standard drinks while dehydrated, like in an hour. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel it. Yeah. My partner was like, I really don't think I can drive home. Why do I feel so bad? I'm like, I've got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations, uh, we made it through at least the this- first or well, first and second lockdown. Yeah. So. It's looking good. We're uh, on four days of zero cases now, which at least for um, the state. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, what, 14 days of that till we get more freedom? Yeah, that's the, uh, the plan. So fingers crossed we can make that. But during the announcement, 
I thought it was quite amusing. About a week ago was when they said, okay, basically. I guess our yucks were far in between at that stage. So let's see if it's still amusing. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, that is hilarious. No, it's just it's just weird what they highlight you can and can't do. Oh, definitely. And yes. so uh, the the thing that stood out in this round of restrictions was they're like, okay, you can go visit like one friend essentially like as a household. Mm. And so, so today you can have like me over, but Julian can't have anyone over and Julian can't go to anyone's house. Yeah, so example. there's a bit of a negotiation And, so, and my partner on. can't go anywhere else. Right, so like... I couldn't see you on Friday because my roommate went to go visit his parents. Mm. So hopefully this phase doesn't last very long. Oh, it's, it's just so difficult to navigate. Like, yeah, well, today she- my partner could have gone and done something else, but it's like, well, we're recording the podcast. I guess it's uh, Melbourne Cup Day at Ben's. Right. <laughs> yeah, so with share houses especially, that's like particularly annoying. But I get why they're doing it. It's just... I, uh, it's yeah. just one of those things that's just a hard negotiation. It's better than the bubble idea. Well, definitely. it's like every outing becomes a negotiation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so I'm like lucky that at the moment it's just me and Julian. If we had a third roommate to navigate this so kind of hard. stuff. Particularly be- since like your old roommate who was here, who's moved away overseas, had a boyfriend. It'd be like, so you're saying I can't see my boyfriend half of the week, basically. Yeah, but it's like, okay, I haven't seen my mum for four months so why is your boyfriend who you've been yeah. able to see this entire time more important? Like it's you know. just those conversations you don't want to need to have. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like tensions are high when yeah. you have to try and negotiate those. Well, I remember you were saying like just hearing about how they would work frustrated your roommate. And he's like, let's table this. We'll come back to it. <laughs> Once yeah. I've dealt with what this looks like. Right. And it's, we talked about when they initially discussed the idea of bubbles um, oh, yeah. Well, I've got to pick my favorite kid. Yeah. And obviously that never eventuated because that it's seems so like it was hard a to nightmare. manage. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that we, it's like a little less restrictive than that, but it's still restrictive enough to be annoying. Yeah. Well, again, like, yeah, it's just tough, especially when it's you and your partner. Like, I realize it's meant for nuclear families to visit other nuclear families, but as like a. God, I hope, young couple, um, <laughs> middle-aged couple with no kids. It's a rapidly aging couple. Yeah. Well, like, again, today, like, we would have both had social engagements to go to on kind of like a, you know, a day where people do get together. And it's like, well, we have to pick one and both go. Yeah. Or I go to my thing and you stay at home, which, like, neither yeah, of those exactly. are great. Well, it's, it's like, like I usually go visit my uh, parents on cup day, but since me and my sister couldn't do that at the same time, then, yeah, you at least it's like I can see you and your boyfriend. Yeah. No, well, it's just awkward, I guess, because it's like, well, do you want to come to my thing? Do I go to your thing? Or does one of us just stay at home and stare at the wall on what's usually like a big social day? <laughs> yeah. All that aside, the part of the announcement that really stood out to me was they specifically, for some reason, felt it necessary to highlight the fact that, hey, if you're two parents going to visit another family your children must be accompanied, at least like your like young children. <laughs> I think it was, they must be supervised. Yeah. It wasn't even accompanied. It was like, and young children must be supervised at all times. Basically saying like, <laughs> I know you're free to go out and party now. But I but needed to point out parenting yeah, still exists. Right. Like you can't get a babysitter. We uh, we need to, you know, it's like, do we need to point this out? Like, Not even like, even the babysitter thing doesn't stick out to me. It's like, I know you're free after months of being stuck with these children, but 
you might forget what parenting pre-pandemic was like, but that wasn't because you're on lockdown. You do have to be with your children That's at right. all times. Kids, That's how children work. Kids still need to be looked after. I don't know if you've uh, forgotten. That yeah, time. you might have forgotten after all these months of being forcibly stuck with them, but you were stuck with them anyway. Yeah, they are <laughs> still your responsibility. I know it's annoying, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, it definitely does work better for families with kids where it's like, well, probably both partners and the kids would all go to one place anyway. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else, it's kind of tough. I mean, it has to be done and that's life. But it's like, aside from kind of a family with kids, how many people are like, let's everybody in this house go to the one place together and nowhere else today? Well, even if you've got a kid that's like, I want to go see my friend. Yeah, like, well, I guess like, mum and dad are at home. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, unless you're like really good friends with her parents or something. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it would work for like your best friend in high school and your mum because I mean, I you're like yeah. best friends. Obviously, with- that's the case with like a lot of those relationships, but not every single one. No, it'd be weird if like my family just showed up at your house when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I got nowhere else to be. <laughs> yes, so. like, my mum and dad, we're at home. <laughs> Let's see if we can hit it off, maybe. <laughs> Tina's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like this will be just a short interim phase for that reason. That's another thing that like just to stay on that same track, but slightly different that now I understand like growing up like as kids, I was like, oh, why can't they just like make conversation with my parents, with my mum? Like, why can't my parents just make conversation with my friend's parents while we kind of play or whatever? Did Um, they not do that? I mean, of course, they're not like, here's our child. See you later. But like... (laughs) I mean, that's okay too sometimes. No, of course. No, of course they were polite. I'm not getting at that. But I was like, how come they never really like, you know, had long chats and like hung out? And I was like, because they're essentially forcing four people with nothing in common together because their kids get along. That didn't really compute to me at the time. I was like, ah, they're all parents. They'll yuck it up. (laughs) They'll talk about, I don't know, parenting and raising me. (laughs) Were your parents not friends with your friend's parents? Not really. Oh, okay. Because I had You had really friendly parents. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe this is you just more of a comment on your parents than anything else. My parents are jerks. <laughs> well, vice versa. They're probably like, why won't my children hit it off with my friend's children? Well, that's <laughs> how most is, of my friends became my friends. so unfriendly? Yeah. She won't seem to hit it off with my friend's kids. Like we, like me and my friend in junior school used to go, all right, our mom said there'll be half an hour. That means that's 90 minutes. At least two hours we should fire up Crash Bandicoot. Well, this would be like when we're waiting to get picked up from school. Oh, really? uh, I guess we'll settle in. Oh, wow. Were they both like at school? Yeah, they were like teachers and stuff. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. We had like this math equation that was pretty accurate. It's It's like it'll be three times whatever they say. So I guess we can play a bit of down ball. Yeah, we we came up with like a whole bunch of schoolyard games to kill time and stuff just because like, well... I got nothing else to do. And that's why I eventually started walking home and like signing myself out of after school care as soon as I could, just because (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm not kicking around here for like five hours while I wait for mom. Were more like your roommate. Like they had like their work friends. Yeah. But my parents had me like relatively late for their generation. And like I had two older brothers. So a lot of the time they didn't have kids the same age. I would often be like significantly younger than their friends' kids. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, yeah, I went to your our high school on a scholarship. So, like, my family, compared to all the other families, were like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the, what is it? Rev- Revenants? The What's re- the dueling banjos? Ruby that oh, Deliverance. Thank you. <laughs> I am Tipsy Deliverance. We're the Deliverance family compared to the rest of the, the school families. 
Oh, they, you're saying they didn't want people to find out that they couldn't afford the school or something? No, no, no. I just feel like, no, quite the opposite. Like, they probably, were just outlast, out, outliers. And well, just probably more like everyone else's families looked at us and saw like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> How would they know? It's like, as long as you're blending no, in. No, we look poor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot you went to uh, school with like soot on your face. That's, and- I was going to, uh, that's the exact joke I was going to make, which shows we've been spending too much time together. I was like, I had to come directly from my job as a chimney sweep. Well, how else do you <laughs> know someone's be my poor? Joke. My father and I uh, both came, he dropped me off with his chimney uh, sweep and I had mine in one hand. I'd put it in the back of the car when I was done for the day and come straight in, come into it. <laughs> well, no, there was a significant difference when your dad drove you to school in a Renault Megane and mine drove us in a 1991 Magna. I really feel like you're uh, overestimate. Like my dad got that car after I had graduated. True. And he never drove me to school. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's far too rich for that. Yeah. Jeeves did. He did it like once out of protest. <laughs> well, he always had Jeeves, the butler, do that. Don't be crazy. Yeah. And Jeeves bro- drove a BMW. I mean, the family's BMW, of course, not his own. Uh-huh. Oh, stupid Jeeves. <laughs> he was we so would poor. never give him his own. <laughs> he was working a second job as a chimney sweep, <laughs> if I recall correctly, and he had a daughter on a scholarship at our school. Wait a minute. Wonder whatever Stan? happened to him. That was you? <laughs> Uh, Maybe his real name was Rodney We just called him Jeeves He did have a penchant for cage fighting (laughs) And bowling And then a penchant for not Not bowling bowling, (laughs) Oh my god, Rodney story I don't know, you might have to edit this out Because drunk ramblings, who doesn't love them? I'm definitely not going to edit it out Oh no, this is not a good Rodney It's not a bad one, it's just another like Rodney's so weird story Mm -hmm. Um so I went to visit him like a while back. We were able to exercise together because we don't live too far apart now. And he was telling me like, I guess we didn't have much to talk about because it's lockdown. And we went for like a six kilometer walk again because that was kind of the limit we could get done in the hour we were allotted at the time. And so, yeah, I guess we didn't have much to talk about because um, he told me like essentially three quarters of the book plot he was reading <laughs> <laughs> so like the hour was up so he's like ah oh, like no worries I'll like just tell you next time I see you the end and I was like ah oh. <laughs> like you were left on a cliffhanger yeah definitely because uh, he was like oh I'll just, you know you can read it if you like I'm like I feel he's like I'm probably five minutes from the end in yeah. terms in terms of like the audio abridged version just tell me yeah, what happens like you got the audio book essentially as read by your dad yeah pretty, like yeah like the Cambridge Cliff Notes and then like lockdown went on so long, I guess, where we couldn't see each other at all. And he was working like, anyway, couldn't really call him either. And when I next saw him, I was like, so what happened at the end? He's like, ah, oh, I, I can't remember. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God damn it. This is the only reason I caught up with you again. I was like, what? So that was like the last lockdown easing. And then I finally was able to like go to his house now. And he was like, oh, I was like cleaning up my stuff and I found the book. Now you can read it. So I've got to read like maybe three quarters of this book where I already know what happens yeah. just to find out like the last maybe hundred pages. But you'll probably read the first half and you're like, this, this is, is nothing not like what he was. <laughs> yeah. So it might it might be uh, a new perspective. Yeah, on it's it. like I've read two books. Yeah. <laughs> what you could do, I had this friend who he was big on prison break when it first started, that TV show. Okay. And I wasn't expecting I know that. you almost did a spit take <laughs> yeah. And uh, when season two rolled around It was already airing in the States But hadn't made it to Australian TV yet 
Right. So instead of waiting for it or like downloading it or whatever, what he ended up doing was just going on Wikipedia and reading the plot summaries for every episode (laughs) of Prison Break, like as it would air. That's interesting. Yeah. And seemingly that satiated him as much as just watching it. Like, really? He didn't seem to care about the time investment or seeing it play out on screen. It was more about knowing the plot of what actually Yeah, so this is kind of like my boyfriend. I guess he's been playing like a bunch of... Obviously, again, like we've got limited stuff to do at home and he's been playing like a fair bit of shoot 'em up kind of, you know, like the story is not the main point of, say, a Far Cry 5, for yeah, example. Yeah, sure. Like you kind of just run around shooting people and it's like, why? And it's like, ah, they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> And so we started playing together Life is Strange, um, which is almost the complete opposite if um, people know it. It's kind of a really story-driven, like you get into the dialogue. The whole point, I guess, is like the experience rather than the story's conclusion, I guess, necessarily. Yeah. And we were like talking about it and he's like, oh my God, like this just takes so long. Like, just tell me. <laughs> like, just tell me what happens. Yeah. He's like, I just want to get to the next bit. I was like, you've, like, I think you've been skewed by like what video games are supposed to be like. It was the exact same thing. Like if we could have printed out a f- half a page summary of what happens in Life is Strange, you would have read it and be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. He just wants like the military commander at the start to be like, all right, you're in a small town village and there's a lot of indie music yeah. and you're going to fall in love, but maybe you won't and your best friend's dead. All right, go. Because he's like, why do I have to sit down and hear her thoughts? I'm like, because... Like, like, maybe we should play a different game. Yeah, I don't know that you get this. He's like, I don't have to listen to the cult leader's thoughts. Why do I want to hear a teenage girl's thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we uh, talked about last episode a few things that I want to touch on again. Mm-hmm. First off was the fact that I had never used my phone to uh, pay for things like with the uh, Apple Pay or Touch ID. It's so good, right? So I had to change phones because the phone I was using went for a swim, which is ironic because we were only allowed to swim like a week ago. (laughs) Your phone was doing (laughs) it Guess my phone got involved. No, no, no. It was like our first opportunity to go swim. My phone was like, you know, yeah, I was front. So I got a new phone. And I'm so used to not carrying my wallet that, like I set everything up on my new phone as much as I could. And I was going through a drive-thru. I was like, shit, I didn't bring my wallet. And this is the new phone without the card. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to explain. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't have my wallet. This is really embarrassing. I was like, I'll just have a look. Clicked like a few buttons. It's like, oh, no, like just type in your code to reload all your old cards. I was like, oh, my God. Like- <laughs> in the cloud. In the cloud knows. Well, just like you guys have nailed it. Like, when have you ever been like, I forgot my wallet? Oh, never mind. Like, my magical pocket has a duplicate <laughs> wallet I can just use for now. Yeah, they're pretty good. So that blew my mind. Well, uh, I am now officially on team uh, phone pay. How do you feel? I like it. Yeah, I've, I've done it at best. least like three times since yesterday. <laughs> well, so, it just means so less things to take everywhere. Well, it's one less thing. Yeah, but that thing's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I did try it like we were discussing on a self-service kiosk. So if something went wrong. Oh, like no one would see your embarrassment yeah, yeah. of having to reach for the actual card. Right. And so the first two times that I did it, I made sure that it was in that kind of situation. Right. So I'm like, all right, I know I've got this down. the highest risk is drive through Yeah, I don't want to be... I don't know if I'm ready for the drive through but no. I'm, I'm quickly getting Because that's high risk. That's like they have what, like at Macca's, for example, they've got like a 90-minute turnaround they're supposed to meet. 
90 minutes. 90 minutes, yes. 90 seconds? <laughs> no. They all, almost always meet it. So well done to McDonald's. They always get you your meal within 90 minutes. I don't think they've <laughs> ever had to wait more than uh, That's what I'm saying. Minutes. They've never missed it. <laughs> Except for that one time. <laughs> I'd be. I'd probably give up if I got to. Uh, sorry, ninety seconds is it? Or is it like two minutes? Like one hundred and twenty seconds yeah, or something? Yeah, something like that. So you always feel like the biggest dick in the world. Cause it's like some fourteen-year-old kid who's gonna, you know, lose twenty dollars out of their pay packet because I can't get touch. my phone yeah, to touch yeah. correctly. You're like, right. oh, I'm sorry, man. Like a bit less towards the uh, iPod touch. I assume you're saving up for <laughs> as an eighteen-year-old kid. That's what's in, right? Sure. <laughs> As long with a new pair of Nike Jordans, yes, yeah, so I know I, what it's like. I haven't <laughs> haven't breached the drive-through uh, yet, but I did go to this what's it called, like you know, the convenience store, mm-hmm. and there was someone watching me every step of the way, so the pressure was on and uh, it worked perfectly. I'm like, all right, I'm uh, gaining confidence. Yeah, I'm down with the 21st century once again. Nice. So I appreciated that. I would say next step. I mean, good luck, but yeah. like festival line. Before you go drive through, okay. In theory, but I Once. mean, again, in practice, you get to try. And by the time it's twenty twenty five, we'll be ch- play. Like by the time we're in a festival again, you'll be playing, paying with like a chip in your eye. Uh, yeah, so exactly. It won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I look forward to that. The other thing was we talked about in last episode, the uh, my Xbox getting delayed. Oh yeah. And how, uh, as I mentioned, I hadn't seen my family in four months, but this was the biggest tragedy of the year. And uh, then I put out that clip as a teaser over the weekend. Three days later, when the episode actually went live for people on podcast feeds, that same morning, CD Projekt, who makes Cyberpunk, the game that I was uh, basically looking forward to playing on my Xbox. Yeah. Well, the one reason you're like, oh, what am I going to do now? Because it, I want to play this launch day, yeah. basically. They announced that it's getting delayed till mid-December, exactly the same time where my uh, Xbox is due to show up. So I'm not saying that they were uh, Oh, listening. my God. It actually felt that way because you basically like pointed out, hey, it's been delayed. And it's been delayed basically to when you're... Xbox arrives. And yeah. I was like, it feels like they've done this for Ben. Like, it's like they heard the podcast and were like, well, we can't let this go yeah. on. Well, I saw that. You're the make a wish child. The developers were tweeting that they were getting death threats and all this kind of stuff because people were so invested. You yeah, know, coming having, out on time. Yeah, well, wow. I guess like. Oh, my God. There's a lot of like angry video game nerds out there, but also. I saw people like the day before, right? Also, but that just doesn't make logical sense. I would have thought that video game nerds at least would stick with the rules of logic. Because if I murder you, it's never coming out. They're not actually going <laughs> to kill anyone. Oh, they're just well, then the death threat is ineffective. I'm just saying, it's just you some- can't say like "hurry up or I'll kill you" because that doesn't really inspire anything. Because you can't kill them, then they'll never get it done. And they know it's a fake threat. So I'm just going to work at exactly the same speed. Maybe slower because you've annoyed me. Yeah, well, CJ, CD Projekt is a Polish company. Like, mm. So they can't even read these death threats? Well, I mean, <laughs> they seem to have uh, got their head around well. it. Yeah, but like, I, unless it's some Polish kid what sending these What is D, Bard? D. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's probably some kid in like America or Europe that's sending it. They're not going all the way to Poland. <laughs> Plus, you know, they're just angry and depressed in their parents' basements, like some 14-year-old kid that is just writing this without thinking. I'm not condoning 
death threats. Quite the opposite. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that but you are in terms coming out. Of, clearly, can we say clearly opposed to death threats, Ben? In this situation, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, I don't want to... You know how uh, these things go. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, so you're not pro-death threat in this very specific instance. Uh, yeah, it's instance. like, so are you so saying, like, like, Winston Churchill shouldn't have said he was coming for Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just got to pick your words carefully. Mm. And so... I look forward to your future career in politics. Thank you. If I was these developers, I wouldn't be, like, fearing for my life. I also wouldn't be appreciating the death threats. No. But, yeah, the day before they announced this delay, mm. their Twitter account had someone going, like, oh, so... Uh, is it safe? I'm going to take the day off work the uh, day that it launches. Uh, it's 100% coming out that day, right? And, and they're, they're like, like, of course. Yeah, they were like, full steam ahead. Take oh, the day off, no. buddy. And then the next day it was like, mm, uh, oops. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people are seemingly inconvenienced by this. Not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Quite, yeah. It feels like it was done for you. Yeah. I, uh, if anything, was convenienced by it. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, you know, some things work out. Convenienced. Is that the opposite of being inconvenienced by something? Hey, find me I a hope better, so, because it's a, a great one. word. No, yeah. I love it. And... Uh, yeah, on that note, just because I've been so excited about these new consoles, I have been Googling on a semi-regular basis how many days until November 12th, which is when the PlayStation 5 Well, I'm surprised 5 you don't have one out. of those like down, uh, countdown calendars on your phone. Like I had to graduation when I was doing my uni masters. And yeah, stuff like right. No, I haven't, I haven't bothered to download an app specifically for this, but... And eh, you don't really care. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, Google seems to uh, have me no, covered. No, it's fine, Ben. You say you care, but your actions say otherwise. My point is, the, if you want a glimpse into the state of the world, there's an autofill when you type how many days until. Is it usually the end of the world? Yeah, how many days until the end of the world <laughs> wow. comes up. What does like, Google say? I don't know. Actually, oh, you didn't ever I click didn't... it? I want to see what Google's thoughts are. Yeah, maybe we should have a look. But I'm like, yeah, that shows you how 2020 is people feeling. If that's a commonly uh, searched for thing, it brings up how many days till.com. Oh, right. Uh, and this website says have 787 days, five hours, 16 minutes, and 12 seconds. Till the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It's only like two years. Yeah. And then. What's, how is it ending? Oh, that's not their job. No, that's it's just, how a, it's just a giant countdown. How.com. How is it.com. Yeah. Where And then watch is up.com. Has eight days, which is oh. a bold prediction. <laughs> Jeez. Which I hope isn't true because that's before the PlayStation. Well, oh, right. So the other one's okay. You've had a good year and a half to enjoy your PlayStation yeah. at that stage. They're saying the end of the world is Wednesday, November 11th, which is the day before the PS5, which oh my would God. definitely be that my is luck. So funny. Yeah, it's like five and a half we hours. We delayed it, and my... now you the world ends. Yeah, like I just see. The, I can uh, imagine you like mushroom clouds. Is like oh, I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking like. That film where George Clooney like drifts into space. Uh, gravity? Yeah, I was thinking like the world essentially explodes from the core and you're all floating out to space. <laughs> like, uh, I guess you'd suffocate, but in my mind, you've got a space suit on. I don't know why. And you're like floating away from the earth at, you know, no acceleration, no deceleration. Like, And there's just like a PS5 also spiraling out. I didn't think of that. I'm trying to grasp at it and it's just out of reach. No, I was just imagining it was like, God damn it. As you spiral further and further away from the speck 
of what used to be the core of the earth. Now it's yeah. shattered apart. Well, that is a very interesting website. Like I'm hoping it's wrong, but like it doesn't have any other information of like how it's ending, how they came no, to like this No, like I prediction. said, that's another website. This yeah. is just howlong.com. But it's just like... It's always a bold move to predict the end of the world because... Just predict it every tomorrow. No, because then people stop believing in you. Yeah, that's true. You have to... If you predict it and it's like, all right, it's in two years from now, like that website. Well, like if someone had said February 2020... Yeah. I would be like, look, I can see how you got that prediction. Like not quite, but like fair deuce, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're... Uh, like, if someone predicted, like, yeah, I think the world's going to end February 2020, I'd be like, look, it didn't, but, like... It's close as close enough. as... Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, if you're... If it's, like, 1929, then you're like, I think the world's going to end Yeah, it's like Nostradamus had have said it. Yeah. You're like, all right, fair enough. Like, that's not far... Like, okay, it didn't, but, like, yeah, this is pretty bad. But it wasn't like, great either, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, not even, like, the not great, but, yes, it was, like, a worldwide event that changed our lives. Like, close enough. I... Yeah. I would tick that off as like having met prophecy criteria. <laughs> Further back you said it, the more ticks I would give you. Like if you're saying this in 1000, I'm like, oh, it's probably hard to like maybe mistranslated from modern English. Well, how did, so <laughs> were you like the Mayans predicted 2012? Yeah, they were way off. Nothing happened. But they predicted it like so far in advance. No, no, I was saying if someone got this pandemic and they were like the world ends February 2020. Yeah. I'd be like, look, you probably like heard voices from the future and uh, English has changed a lot. But like February 2019, we didn't know anything about coronavirus back then. Mm. Like it didn't even exist yeah, until Yeah, but it's more late. impressive if you did it in the 1200s versus last year. <laughs> All right, fair Just enough. Just saying. And then finally, the other uh, big topic we were tackling was <laughs> falling out of bed. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I told my story. What was the topic tackling us? Well, yeah, in a way. I told my story about how I was in bunk beds and I fell out, woke up halfway down. <laughs> I love that story. And you just have like that fraction of a second to go, oh, well, this is going to suck. <laughs> and uh, that inspired one of our listeners to... Uh, Write a fanfic? No, no, uh, to tell us her story. Awesome. So uh, long-time listeners will be aware of Delali, our Delali. fan in favorite. Africa. She's yep. the best. I love Delali. She's been... Uh, MIA for a little bit. I well, think. she like lost her phone, I think. Yeah, her phone like broke or something like that. So can uh, relate. Yeah, I thought you might, but it seems like she's finally back in action. So she sent me this uh, voice memo to play on the podcast where she relayed her very similar story. I'm so excited. And yeah, I wanted to tell you, I have fallen out of bed before. Let me tell you the story. Oh my gosh, I love her telling this story as well. She's got like a very Tales After Dark voice. voice. (laughs) I was thinking like, you know, what is that show? It's like it happened to a friend of a friend of mine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Spooky stories or whatever. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. She would have a great voice for uh, horror narration. I love it. And it was the bunk bed. I was at the top. So I was in boarding school. Somehow I have more sympathy for her instead of you. Like with her, you, I was like, ah, with her, I'm like, oh. <laughs> she fell out of bed, oh, I'm did? sorry. I'm normally in boarding school, it's bunk beds. So I was like 11, yeah, I was at the top. And you know, the protective bar or something. It's so-called in name. Got- oh, it wasn't there. I was going to say in name, not by nature, obviously. Yeah, the protective exactly. bar. Well, that was the same with my situation is that there was that, rung there and seemingly I was able to get around it. Yeah, exactly. So protective by name, not by nature. Right. 
and you know the protective bar or something wasn't there it got it was removed i don't know i think it fell off or something again then <laughs> i was sleeping with someone else on the bed as well i don't know why i think we were talking were and then all of a sudden we just like fell asleep on the same bed and she was quite big like her, her ass was like huge <laughs> like huge and then she kept pushing me and pushing me before i knew i woke up mid-air like i was well i can't believe this has happened to one person let alone two well it's this is like the new worldwide pandemic like where have you woken up (laughs) (laughs) well it's the kind of thing that would shake you awake I mean, it's not something you're forgetting. I agree. Like that sticks with you. But like, damn, I didn't know it was so common. On my way to the, I hit the ground so hard. Like I was like, fuck, I couldn't stand up. Like I couldn't stand up from the ground. Like I slept on the ground. Like I woke up my, then she woke up in the morning and asked me, um, why are you in the morning? I was like, what the fuck, bitch? You pushed me. Yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I like the conclusion. It comes to quite the roaring end. I like the twist in the tail. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, well, it is like a, the ultimate indignity where you just like, like... what are you doing down there? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> she should have just looked down and said, how did you sleep? That would have been the ultimate indignity. Well, it's just sleep like... Well, it's can. one of those situations where... So whose fat ass was your downfall? Just mine. I yeah, guess. exactly. I'm like, did you have a giant fat ass that pushed you out of bed? No. And I did ask her, I'm like, hey, is it cool to share this on the podcast? I think Vicky will get a kick out of your story of the girl with the big ass. Because <laughs> like, I have a big ass. And I she was like, it. no, 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 not big, huge <laughs> ass. It was a huge <laughs> ass. She really wanted to emphasize that. It's not just big. Yeah. Because <laughs> in my mind... Oh, what is it? Rocco's Modern Life, where there's a character with like a giant red ass. Probably. Oh, it seems like the kind anyway, of Anyway, I'm just imagining it like in my mind. It's like keeps getting stuck like in people's faces. Like it's throbbing and huge. <laughs> I can feel like it's one of those situations where you just l- hit the ground and you're like, well, I, I guess just, this, uh, this is, is as my far life as I can now. fall. Yeah. Which is what I used to think when I was in my partying days. Sometimes I would just like end up on the floor through like sheer drunken stupidity. And I'm like, it's probably best to stay. Yeah. I'm- I can't go any further <laughs> down. Like, <laughs> And I had one of those situations during the week. What? Yeah. I didn't fall out of bunk bed. Oh, I thought you meant you got so drunk. I was like, we literally were just saying you hadn't got drunk. No, no, no. I just, it was one of those moments where you start to regret every decision in your life that has led you to well, this okay. moment. Was it when you invited me over? <laughs> we'll see. We'll Self-burn. see. I haven't, I haven't quite got that far yet, but there's still time. I've been in isolation for a while, so there hasn't been many people to burn. So, so you've become very self-deprecating yeah, in the last uh, year. I've had no other choice for uh, yucks, but sure. please go on. So I uh, was driving my car for the first time in forever recently. Oh, that's been weird. But yeah, go on. Yeah. And the service light came on basically Ooh. just saying, oh, yeah, it's been so long, time to get it uh, looked at. And you're like, but why? I haven't taken you anywhere. I know it's been basically two years, but you've done nothing. <laughs> well, I guess that's like the reason where it's just like... It's been so long. Yeah, you got to drive this thing. Otherwise, it needs someone to uh, to take a look at it. 
and uh, even like my mum was like, oh yeah, don't forget to top up your water and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. And so I thought, okay, I'll book it in for a service, but I don't want to be- But I won't the- like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to be the guy who uh, takes it to the mechanic and they open the hood and they're like, oh, you haven't even like topped up the water? Like what are you doing? <laughs> so I wanted to at least do like the bare minimum. Yeah. Like I'm not a car guy, but I uh, was like, You know okay. how to do the oil and the water and yeah, the yeah, windscreen exactly. wipers. And so I, first of all, like, am popping the bonnet and, oh my God, like, I can't believe how hard it was to find. Oh, I thought you meant like dust, like flew off, like bats flew out when you opened the bonnet. I mean, if only, I couldn't even get to that part. (laughs) That's amazing. Like, there's only so many levers in the car. (laughs) And like, most cars are like pretty similar. So when you say you're not a car guy. (laughs) Well, I'm like, have I ever done this before? Like, I've had this car for, like, I don't know, maybe, like, three and a half years or something, yeah. yeah. And I guess I haven't ever opened the bonnet because (laughs) I was, like, scouring this whole thing. (laughs) And, like, I had, like... I'm just imagining you after half an hour being, like, fine and just pushing it into Albert Park Lake. I (laughs) I, give up. I should have. I'm, like, reading the manual, but the manual is obviously designed for, like, a slightly different model. I was going to say for someone who knows how to... Use a car. <laughs> well, that's a badly designed manual, if that's the case. <laughs> True. But I feel like they're like, you won't have to point out how to open the bonnet. Like, surely that's obvious. Well, like, I flipped to it. It's like, here's how to open the bonnet on, like, two pages. I'm yep. like, perfect. Everything is, like, laid out step by step. And the first thing is, like, okay, there's, like, a lever on the uh, driver's side. Like, right, there's, like, a you know, kind mm. of, like, a sketch of it. I'm like looking for a lever. There's no lever. <laughs> the only lever there is like basically raises as low as the steering wheel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I worked out how to do that. I'm like, cool. <laughs> That'll come in handy never. Yeah, exactly. And there's like so many buttons. Like, you know, if you want to adjust the angle of the lights or the time on the dashboard mm. or like mute your stereo or stuff. I'm like, I don't use like half of this shit. So I'm pressing like everything in the hope that one of them is a bonnet, but it's like always like a fucking lever. Yeah, like, there's a tactile. It is a very sensation. pulling kind of. Yeah, you yeah. want to hear like that pop, pop and everything. Yeah. And so eventually, I'm just like fucking. I'm like YouTubing this, <laughs> and YouTube is like amazing. Oh, like, it's the best. When uh, I was like 17, yeah, maybe even younger, I like YouTubed how to cook rice. And I was like, thank you, someone, for putting up what they probably thought was the dumbest video that no one would ever need. Right. Because I was like, I was a dummy and I needed it. And yeah, well, even you. I remember... Uh, like sewing on a button, I think I've YouTubed. My like, ex-girlfriend made a video for university and like I think it was to showcase some video editing mm. skills. And it was called Cupcakes 101. And it got like 100,000 views. Just it's because like, people were like... No one knows this yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so this random video of some guy in his car going like here's where you find the lever what's it got like fifty thousand views it wasn't that many okay. but it was the exact model of the car as opposed <laughs> to like this stupid manual that because like, i want to say like how to cook rice was like a couple million views yeah i wouldn't i'd believe it so um, you feel i like that thing though because i felt stupid looking for it and then when i found it i was like well well that's the thing <laughs> i mean good company like i felt so dumb that i couldn't find this thing mm. and then when i saw it on the video where it was I'm like, holy fuck. I like, would never have found No that. way. <laughs> it was like all the way, like completely on the opposite side oh, of the wow. car to what the manual was saying. Yeah. And even when you uh, know where it is, it's like camouflaged and tiny. And yeah. like, you have to kind of like really reach underneath. So you have shit. the same problem I had with my old car, that it's a European car. So the manual's backwards. I think they just haven't bothered to change it. That it's 
the other yeah, way around. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, that. so my old car was European, and so everything was made for a car driving on the other side of the road. But you have to imagine the whole manual backwards, which again just reprint the mountain but, but they, here we are. Well, it, it wasn't even flipped. Like they just obviously okay. had left the, that lever on the other side. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Cause some things are still in the right spot, whatever. It's, it was like, all right. When <laughs> I saw it, I felt slightly less dumb because yeah. I wouldn't have found it in a million years. See, I didn't feel that. Way. I was like, I probably could have worked out how to cook rice. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, probably on the bag anyway. Yeah, true. But all right. I got the bonnet open and um, in the garage at the apartment. So the uh, lights are only going on when there's like a car coming sure. through the parking lot. So I've got like my torch from my phone to kind of help me out through this stuff. I use the dipstick and check the oil and it's a bit low. So I'm like, I've actually got a whole thing of oil in my boot. May as well top it up. I top it up. I do the dipstick again. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like the level hasn't changed. And then I realized I tipped it all into the radiator instead (gasps) of the engine. Oh, no. That was my reaction too. I don't even know what you would... Do you would have to get everything out of the radiator and flush it? You sure do. Oh. Yeah, that's crappy. And so I live in an apartment. Like, I was like no, it's not like you got a driveway to do that in because it has to just no. drip onto like newspaper, I guess. Well, and you I, can't drive it anywhere to do it. Exactly. Like I was kind of like googling it, and oh. it seems like as soon as you turn on the car, it's going to circulate screw up everything. Yeah. yeah, you can't drive it anywhere. Right, and so because we've had to, I've had to before get all the stuff out of my radiator and essentially it just has to drip yeah well i didn't even know like uh, i don't know how i would even like open the radiator and just let it oh drip. okay yeah you know i had to youtube how to open the boot in the first place oh let alone gosh. the boot i'm sure you had bonnet. that down yeah i got the boot down <laughs> oh. but uh, yeah so it's just one of those moments where your life like starts flashing before your eyes and you're like i wish i had never done like I, you start off going like i'm gonna be so good about this thing it's gonna take me like half an hour out of my life but at the end of it i'll feel like i've I'm accomplished really something accompli- yeah and now all of a sudden it's gone for like okay this is like the next however many hours of my life and probably several hundred dollars at the oh. mechanics you can't even get to the mechanic uh well, we'll i get guess there. you have to get towed so i uh oh my god it's like, like you've driven off the race course in rainbow road <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what's happened. The little Cooper Trooper was going to come and extract coins from you now. If only it was that simple. <laughs> so, so this is why you reacted so angrily to my declaration about having great roadside assistance earlier. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, well, that was a really strong reaction. Because <laughs> I've got cars on the brain right now. Oh, yeah, because I was like, yeah, any car I drive is covered by my RACV. It's not locked to the car. And you were like, mine doesn't work that way. I was like, okay, right. then. <laughs> I didn't know. Chill the fuck out. I'm firstly, like, whoever knows that off the top of their head, unless they've just renewed it. <laughs> well, my like, car. Whoa, you got really into that. Yeah, my car is covered. Like, it's my primary vehicle. Right. So I do at least have insurance, but. I'm just trying to think like what well, how's the best way to handle it. And because it's oil, I'm like, well, maybe it's like floating on the top of it's the... <laughs> well, it hasn't like circulated. Like True, if, yeah. If the rest of it is water and coolant, then like maybe I can kind of siphon out the top layer. You can't. But I like the, I like the moxie, but no. Well, I, I tried anyway. And? So I'm like, well, first of all, I need a hose. You see, in my mind now, because I grew up with Rodney, he's laughing. <laughs> I'm sure anyone that knows anything about cars is laughing, but all I had was Julian to help me consult and he wasn't too much help. He's not help. a car guy. He doesn't even have a car. Yeah, exactly. Does he? <laughs> not anymore. 
So I Why kind of Why less a car guy? He doesn't own one um, he, he was like oh, At least on the same wavelength As me He's like Oh so maybe you can Like siphon it out And I'm like Well do you have a hose? He's like No we live in an inner city apartment Like why would we have a hose? And so I'm like Alright I'm just gonna like Find a hose And Like that was my mission You know So I went to like Three different Supermarkets Looking for Just something that could Siphon this right. oil out And the first two had nothing. The third one that I got to, the only hose they had was a 15-meter garden hose. And, like, all I need is, like, like two meters. Yeah, even, not know? even that much. Yeah. You need, like, 30... So just, like, jump into a garden and cut some off like it's the 70s. Yeah, but we just, like... Anywhere that has access, like, even if I wanted to go to my mum's house and you borrow a hose. drive yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. And I also wanted to get this thing done that evening, if possible, or at least, like you know, do as much as I could before. Like, I've got this envision of the oil will, like, settle and mix <laughs> if I leave it overnight and all this kind of stuff. So, I'm like, oh, let me just, like, try. You're not baking. <laughs> I'm, like, in a panic. Like, okay, I don't right, know no. what to do. Fair enough. And so, I, I buy this, like, 15-meter garden hose and now I have to kind of, like, cut off the ends and, like, because I don't need, like, the, no, the connectors. The hose or, yeah. or, like, the head. I don't know what you call right. it. And so I'm like, oh, well, there's like $20 down the drain for something that I'm never going to use again. I also bought some engine oil because I'm like, well, I've like tipped it into the wrong spot. At least (laughs) I can top up. In the right spot. And I was looking at uh, antifreeze and the only size they had was like a gallon drum. Oh my gosh. Well, like not in a drum, but like a, like a whole like gallon. Oh, right. I like, was thinking um, like a 10 gallon drum. Yeah, like no. the, You know, they have homeless people crowding around in movies. I thought that's what you rolled it, home with antifreeze. So I was like, okay. It wasn't quite that big, but it's like at least like four or five liters of coolant. And I think that's the kind of thing that you mix with water. It's like you don't even have to use the full strength shit. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm like, exactly. This like, is going to last me the rest of my life. Yeah. I, cars will stop existing before I don't need this anymore. Exactly. And I've already walked several kilometers away to get to the nearest supermarket that had this stuff. I don't want to be dragging this whole thing Gallon back. back with yeah. Especially like it's $8 for a whole, like it's a good deal. Yeah. But like, I just am going to need it for the next <laughs> like a minute of my life. And that's it. Especially as you say, we're probably going to like flush the system and yeah, it's no, going to be useless. Everything's going to be out. Yeah. yeah. Like if I take it to a mechanic, they have all that shit covered. So I was like, all right, let's just get the hose and get the yeah. fuck out of here. I've already spent enough money. So now I'm in the garage. This sort of looked amazing for people driving around. Yeah, luckily there wasn't too okay, much traffic. I was like, are you sucking on a straw trying to get the siphoning to begin? Yeah. In the garage yeah. from like a, a Renault Megane? Yep. <laughs> You're like a 30-year-old, like long-haired, kind of John Wick look, hair. Thank you. Suck the hair. No, just finally acknowledging my Keanu-esque looks. I know about your inspiration. Sorry, Ben was inspired to have his hair. You already said John Wick. Can't take it back. (laughs) Sucking on a hose connected to a building in the middle of the city, like mid-pandemic. That's probably why that guy predicted the world's ending in eight days. He's like, I've seen it all. (laughs) If you go to that website, it's like, why do you think this? And And there'll be a photo photo of of you. (laughs) Sucking out his car engine. Exactly. And so... I had like this vision of when I was young, we had these fish ponds in the backyard. Right. And dad was like siphoning them out to like drain all the pond water. Right. 
And so I'm like, well, I've seen him do it. See, I was thinking of like, I don't even know if this is a dad story or like TV or whatever, but yeah. like people in the 70s would like steal each other's Gas. fuel because it was so expensive at the time by doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, <coughs> it's it's been done before. <laughs> so I got like a bucket and I've got wow. my like two meters that are chopped off the end of this hose. This is amazing. And yeah. I'm like sucking on it and... I get like a little bit going. And so the idea is once the, the once flow it starts, starts, you don't need to suck it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I realized that I didn't, to live by. yeah, I didn't have the hose very far into the uh, radiator. So you had to like move it down and suck it again. Yeah. So like it, it drains like, you know, the first few milliliters, but then it starts sucking it dry. And now it's like, oh fuck, like. I have to now put my mouth over the end of this Which hose. Which has had shit coming out of it. Yeah, it's oh got like God. oil and antifreeze oh on it. Oh, my God. And it's one of those things that... Anyway, that's how we came to have a podcast with a ghost. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, I'm like doing this. And I'm like, wait, this is like antifreeze is the shit that they feed people in movies to, to kill, kill them. them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just also thinking like, imagine if like, touch wood, I'm so glad you didn't. But imagine if you did die, like the explanation on the coroner's report. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like appears to have poured oil in the radiator, tried to remove it, and died. Or it, it would look so suspicious because I'm like, no one would be dumb enough to be <laughs> sucking the antifreeze out of their radiator. It's like, yeah, I get, he we bought the hose like an hour before. Like, I guess he was like, yeah, it's probably really suicidal still, or like, well, no, it would look like, like questioning it, Julian. <laughs> yeah, it would look like I was um, being framed because I'm like, oh, he's got the receipt in his pocket and everything. Like, yeah, but like he seemed fine. Like Julian would be like, he seemed happy. Yeah, like he Julian's wasn't under suicidal. the lights, like. <laughs> Did you do this? Yeah, they were like, well, they, it's like too, it looks like it's too much of a setup. Like someone <laughs> obviously wanted me to find this thing. And then it's like eventually I'm imagining like a Simpsons like stamp coming on the file. It's just like moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cause of, like, you know, cause of injury, bad babysitting. Yeah. Yeah. Like cause of death. Idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> so, Jeez, that's rough. Like, I kind of wiggle the hose a little bit deeper and like now I'm, like, trying to get it going and I've got, oh like, gosh. oil and who knows what else. Why have you not called the RACV at this, like, the roadside assistance at this stage? Well, to do what? Like, the I could get it towed, but my mechanics are closed and stuff. I don't know. Just to cry. I feel Call like I... counselling service. Well, I, I felt like... Talk about your pain. Like, even if I got it to a mechanic, there's no indication that they've got an opening for me... I want to at least talk to the mechanic first before I kind of started worrying about towing. Like maybe yeah. I can drive it just like far enough to the mechanic. Because I've had friends who like have put, I want to say diesel in a petrol car or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, and you yeah. essentially have the same problem. You can't go anywhere. And you certainly can't try to siphon it personally. <laughs> Well, you can try. I mean, yeah, sorry. You can try to say <laughs> it personally. It's unadvisable. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, I got like, I don't know, like a couple hundred mils out, but I put so oh much in gosh. that I'm like, this is obviously not. The car the will die. I mean, I will die before the car does. Yeah. So uh, I kind of had to give up and uh, admit, like, defeat. largely defeat. Yeah. And yeah, I did call the mechanic yesterday and he kind of, like, I explained did to him. Did he laugh? No, a but lot? he, like, there was a bit of a silence when I'm like, oh, so here's what I did. He was like, 
oh yeah <laughs> like <laughs> don't do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, like it was dark. Are you was calling the from the hospital? The lights only go on when someone drives past, and I was using my phone, and I haven't opened the boot before. And oh my gosh. Julian was like, "You should have just told him your car was stolen, and it came back like this. That would have been easier, <laughs> less to- embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. But then it'd be like, oh my god, we have to call the police. There might be some sort of like." fuel mix-up band uh, yeah, like then you're exactly. telling it to the police and they're like this needs to go straight to the media ben like stand on the front steps and- <laughs> yeah all of a sudden i'm like the uh, spokesman for a cause but- <laughs> <laughs> and be- like yeah some billionaire rings you and he's like this is terrible ben this skirt this is a scourge on the city <laughs> we're making you the face of our new foundation yeah, like, against car theft this is so weird you ever heard of this before and it's like yeah like no one, uh, like, everyone's too scared to own up to it. So every time that's the lie that they say, it's like, oh, yeah, it's happening all it's over the city. It's really common. Yeah. It happens, like, put the wrong fuel in. Like, Right. Well, like, I did feel a little better when like I... Like, this guy said that someone stole the lever that uh, moved his bonnet. And when the mechanic came, it was right back where it was supposed to be. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just uncanny. Yeah, we yeah. would do that. I did feel a little better when I Googled it that there were other people that had this problem. Oh, definitely. Like I said, like, people put the wrong petrol in and stuff all the time. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I was still like just kind of face palming the whole Ooh. night. So yeah, the mechanic kind of once he was processed once what I told like, him. Once the stunned silence was over. Yeah, and like kind of uh, worked out how much he could start to charge me to fix this because he's like, this guy knows nothing <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, I'm cars. like, did dollar signs like show <laughs> yeah, up in his eyes certainly. like Richie Rich? Yeah. Luckily, it's like close enough by that he's like, all right, don't drive it until you can get it to me and then like that's the only place you oh, can drive it. Oh, so you can it. drive it like one kilometer, I guess. Yeah, and then he'll drain it and, yeah. you know, fix it up. But because of the uh, the public holiday this week, everyone's trying to get their cars done. Yeah, and, and so, like plus we're all back on the roads after like six months. Exactly. And, yeah. So there's no um, openings until next Ooh. week. So I've just got like a piece of junk in the garage for now. Oh, brutal. Yeah, but yeah, that was my adventures. Did yesterday. it stick the boot in when you were like, you can park behind me, I won't be needing it? <laughs> yeah, I was like tempted to like mention it, but I'm like, I'll no, tell her on the, the podcast. podcast. No, I just remember you were like, oh yeah, I won't like I won't be needing to get my car out. You can park behind me. I was like, really? yeah. Well, even like I had friends going like, oh, what are you doing on uh, Sunday? I'm like, can we make it in the Sunday after? Yeah. Maybe I'll be able to drive to you by well, then. Let's uh, meet on the train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I felt fucking stupid, but at least I've like been able to have people share similar incidents of like one of my mates was telling me about how he was just having like a really bad day Mm. and so it's like you know what I'm gonna make some I think it was like make like rice or something makes like some pasta to kind of cheer myself up yeah and then in the process he like completely just like burnt the shit out of it or whatever and then he's just like I can't even make rice (laughs) just really like makes it feel like you're uh, incapable of doing anything (laughs) at that point so yeah I I don't know there was a few people commiserating oh totally like I've told the story I believe on the podcast before where I dropped my phone and thoughtfully tried to get my foot underneath it thus punt kicking it across the service station (laughs) even further away so everyone's done it (laughs) that's a good one all right for some better news Shall we go to Reddit and make ourselves feel better? Let's do it. Uh, so this Perhaps is... you should put your story on Reddit and see what people's advice is. Yeah, don't be a fucking moron. Well, I just feel like people... Oh, don't do that. Is <laughs> just really solid advice from the mechanic. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I mean, a little slow would have been... No, I just love it. It's like, oh my God, don't do that. <laughs> yep, gotcha. Because I think you can 
can open it from the bottom, the radiator. I'm sure you can, but I'm not touching this thing now. No, no, oh, no, I'm not like Ben. Let's take another pass at it. Yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> want to siphon you it. you fucked it up yeah. bad enough. Let's if give you, it a go. If you want a mouthful of antifreeze, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. it's on you. Are you some sort of superhero now? If it's possible. <laughs> if it's just, possible? Just try and possible. freeze me. <laughs> you won't be able to. Or is it the opposite? Like anything frozen around you heats up. <laughs> <laughs> Guess one way to How find out. How antifreeze are you? Yeah. All right, this is our advice segment where we find people online that just have some of the weirdest problems I've ever heard of <laughs> and we uh, help them out. So this one, my 29 female, husband, 32 male, became obsessed with Napoleon and I worry about his mental health. So you're uh, pretty well-versed when it comes to mental health. I feel like you'll have some good advice for this guy. Absolutely not. I want to begin with saying that he did not show any signs of obsession or a similar behavior before. Or at least, I did not see it during our marriage of two years plus a relationship of three years before. I bet it's just five years in, someone gets obsessed with Napoleon. It's so bizarre. It's, it's a weird one. He could be too blunt or lack subtlety sometimes, but was generally a very logical man with sound judgment. That was until about six Is to seven Napoleon? months ago. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that was about until six to seven months ago when I found him watching something on his PC. I asked him what it was, and he said it was a documentary about Napoleon oh and his my life, God. battles, campaigns, etc. That et is such a lie. <laughs> oh, you, what are you, you doing alone in the dark, honey? Watching Napoleon documentaries? And now you think he's like Also, he's down. 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's like, tra- I feel like he's told the lie, and he's like, well, now I guess I'm the Napoleon guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, it was Napoleon bone apart. Yeah, exactly. They just like quickly paused it before, I, luckily, it, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was all the preamble before they got to the sex. That's documented. Well, maybe it was the Smith sex. He's like, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, alongside conquering Europe was... Uh- yeah, notorious womanizer, Napoleon. <laughs> is, he made up for his small stature in other ways, believe me. <laughs> that struck me as odd because he was never yeah. <laughs> interested in history, politics, or this type of thing before. He did not change overnight, but gradually. Over time, he started to watch documentaries, videos, and movies about Napoleon more and more frequently. I think anything of... I didn't think anything of it until a parcel arrived at our house. It was Napoleon. <laughs> Imagine that. I picked it up as he was at work. The huge cargo was hundreds of books written solely about Napoleon, biographical books, as well as books about his wars, etc. I, of course, asked him what this was all about. And Surely he there's got to be off. a lot of overlap there. Like, can't be a hundred new things uh, no, to I say know. about like, Napoleon. Maybe, like maybe start with five. Books, yeah. yeah, you don't need to order a hundred to begin with. No, I assume they're pretty similar. Uh... I asked him, of course, I asked him what this was all about and he shrugged it off saying that it wasn't a big deal and he just wanted to learn. By this time, he was spending almost all of his free time watching Napoleon documentaries, videos, movies or reading these books. I also saw that the wallpaper of his PC and his phone lock screen, which were previously photos of us together, was changed to paintings <laughs> hey, of Napoleon. I thought he'd like Photoshop Napoleon's head over hers. I mean, that could be coming. Like, here's me and Napoleon at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> A few days later, another parcel arrived, this time containing huge posters, portraits and paintings of, you guessed it, it. Napoleon. (laughs) I was determined to talk to him him seriously the next day after work. When I arrived home, I struggled to keep my emotions stable as I came to a house decorated head to toe (laughs) with Napoleon posters and paintings. All the way from the kitchen to the bedroom, walls and tables were covered. I angrily asked him if he's okay and told him to remove them. 
He then got overtly offended by my remark and acted like I'm in the wrong. I decided to wait until I cooled off, but a week or so had passed and we would barely talk to each other, all the while living in a house filled with these posters as my husband didn't allow me to remove them and usually got angry when I tried to do so. Things came to a breaking point when another parcel arrived containing useless items like a strange hat, which I'm guessing is an Napoleon Amazing. hat, a replica sword, strange-looking clothing, a pair of tall boots, and a bust of Napoleon. I got furious and confronted him. He completely ignored what I said and asked me stuff like, is it legal to own a horse in your backyard? <laughs> I seriously thought more like hoped that he was joking or that this whole thing was an elaborate prank, but he kept a serious face all that time. I packed my things and stormed out of the house in a moment of anger. I'm at my parents' house now. Just Imagine explaining that, like, honey, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like, well, just told them that we had a huge fight. I'm seriously considering divorce as he is no longer the man I once loved for quite some time now. He's Napoleon now. Yeah, we have no kids if that matters. What should I do? TLDR, my husband snapped and started watching and buying the stuff about Napoleon. We had a huge argument because of it. I'm worried about his mental state and considering a divorce need advice. So, uh, I feel like anytime you're in a share house, just making a one change to like oh, the furniture or the decor. Under- exactly. I'm trying to understand other people's relationships because this would not fly in our house from either side. Well, regardless of like if you're putting up a painting, whether or not it's 50 paintings of Napoleon or just like one you know, flower or something. Oh my God. That's a discussion. I agreed. Like I'm not even in a share house. I'm in uh, with my partner and it's like, we have to sit down like two nations discussing where, <laughs> where can we get this? Where will it go? Yeah. Like negotiations need to be held. We're basically like passing offers over the table on secret pieces of paper when it comes to decor. It's like, yeah, you can put up your poster if I'm allowed to uh, get a new lamp or something. Yeah, like basically, well, it's like he's got this really ugly ram that I hate and he was like, I'm putting it up there, but we can cover it up if I am allowed to get these nautical bookends. I was like, all right, <laughs> deal. So what, the ram is still up there? It's just covered? Yeah, it's just behind books now. I see. Yeah, so obviously everyone out there who's uh, struggling with their partner turning into Napoleon, (laughs) any suggestions on uh, how to tackle it? Uh, Again, like like you said, it just comes down to, I just, how did it get to this point without you guys talking? Like, what's going on? Well, I think she tried to talk to him about so. it and he just was like, what's the big deal? I'm Napoleon now. I don't know. I feel like something must be going on, surely, for you suddenly to have this obsession that takes up all of your spare time. Yeah, you hope it's not just about Napoleon. Surely not. I mean, yeah, I feel like give it a month or two and see what happens. Well, I think if he... like maybe take him to talk to somebody. There might be something yeah. he's avoiding with all this Napoleon stuff. If he's the kind of guy that like, if you walk into that apartment and it's now all of a sudden a recreation of the Battle of Waterloo. Yeah. Then maybe you can leave him, but <laughs> maybe you'll come to his senses. And if he doesn't get that horse, maybe there's uh, you know some hope for you, yeah. way to salvage that relationship. But yeah, I think this is one's one of those you just got to see what happens. <laughs> Keep an eye on it. Take him to speak to someone. <laughs> yeah. All right. One. What were redditors' thoughts? I don't actually have the responses. Ah, okay. Yeah, I just get this from like. 
a Twitter account. Oh, uh, okay. Like usually, out weird relationship well, the, questions. Yeah, the thing that happens is someone posts this and then deletes it immediately. And they're like, all right, I've got my answers, bye. I don't From even, like a dummy account. I feel like they freak out. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe that but people... That I even put this on Reddit. Yeah, I even admitted to this. So you've got to kind of like screenshot it rapidly. And uh, so, yeah, often they don't even have time to respond. But as long as someone's out there capturing it, it's a good time for the podcast. All right, last one. I want to kick this ghost's ass. Mm, I don't give. I love this. <laughs> I don't give a hell if it died. How can I get it to fuck off? <laughs> it's been three weeks since now I moved you're here. you're in my wheelhouse dealing with ghosts. I'm on board. <laughs> it's been three weeks since I moved here, and it keeps banging on the wall. What kind of relationship are they in? It doesn't say. It was his relationship advice. No, this is actually posted in Paranormal. Well, you said there was relationship advice, so now I'm considering he's trying to end his relationship with a ghost. The first one, I mean, I guess to some degree, it's just not a romantic relationship. <laughs> no, roommate. How do I get my annoying roommate to move out? Piers, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> it's been three weeks since I moved here, and it keeps banging on the wall and has turned my power off multiple times while I was in the middle of a game. Oh. I know no one will think I'm serious. But I never dealt with the with ghosts until now, and I want them out of my house. Is there a way to fix this? The ghost obviously is an asshole on purpose. <laughs> Answer: Get an electrician is what I'm hearing so far. TLDR: The ghost is pissing me off and waking me up early. How can I get rid of it? <laughs> I like that he's like waking him up early. Like, is he turning on the lights? As I well? think so. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like maybe start with an electrician before we go straight to the paranormal. I mean, yeah, I guess that would. Then you need an old priest and a young priest. We all know that. You don't need to post that kind of thing. <laughs> We're all aware of exorcisms. I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us also. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Or uh, jump on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe so every new episode is automatically downloaded. And you can also, of course, find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Oasibota. I didn't think anything of it until a parcel arrived at our house. It was Napoleon. <laughs> Imagine that. I picked it up uh, as he was at work. Whoa, my God. Someone's pooping in clear view. Oh, my that's, God. That's not clear view. That is very clear view. I mean, this is the apartment life, Vicky. I just can't believe that you would poop and not close your blinds. You've missed out on this for the last four months. Welcome back. Is it? Are people just pooping in public now? They're uh, not shitting on the low. No, my God. I'm really shocked. Anyway, go. that's shocking. Go on. <laughs> that's, I'm really quite taken aback. It's in ramblings.